Shout out to everybody for the birthday wishes. 33 years on this earth is a blessing. Huge congratulations to my cousin Corey and his beautiful wife, Chelsea, as they just tied the knot the other day. It was a beautiful celebration. But we gonna get into it like this, man. Zach, party and bullshit. And that was my boy Zach. It's called Party and Bullshit. Flop Perspective Podcast going down a day. Uh, what, what's today's date, man? Uh, the 18th. Tuesday, the 18th, May 18th. Uh, I celebrated my 33rd birthday on the 6th. Uh, shout out to everybody for the you know the, the wishes and all that, man. The phone calls. Hey, everything is appreciated, you know. Uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, I must say. Uh, uh, the first ever in life, but the worst birthday I've ever had in my life. Uh, yeah, just worst birthday I've ever had in my life. Um, family drama, I won't go into it, but, you know, just one of them situations, bro. You know, uh, I'm, I'm uplifted now. And in life, you got, you know, you got reminders in life that just you know, stick out that, you know, you can't change certain things and you can't change people, you know, so you got to let things just go where they going to go and you have to know how to maneuver around that. But speaking of maneuvering around things, I got to get into this whole Joe Button, Rory and Mal situation. Now, I get online the other day and I see this stuff about the Joe Button podcast. Now, one, I don't listen to the Joe Button podcast, uh, it's just not my cup of tea podcast wise, you know, but they have a very dope audience and following and all that. And they're very successful. Uh, but man, it's like you would think there would be respect amongst friends and respect amongst podcasters because of what I just saw was just like outrageous, man. In a nutshell, Joe Button fires Rory and Mile. Live on air. Like, they weren't there, but he fires them, basically. Well, he fired Rory, but then he goes to say, like, Rory and Maul can start their own podcast, but they can't do so for a year, uh, or they'll be breaching contract, and I'll sue him. Like, he was just going in, and I just was like, man. Like, I didn't know it was that much, I guess, what, drama between them? Um, He goes to in on them, talks about how they brought nothing to the table, no deals, nothing did no work for real, but come in that room and do a podcast and talk for a couple hours a week. And I was just like, yikes, you know, but apparently they were feuding over business uh, situations and 
basically Joe told him, hey, like, I don't have to tell you guys what the, you know, business was, the business aspect and what's what's being what and what's being made. Um, yeah, it's just deep. That shit is deep. You know, especially, and it's embarrassing as hell to do that shit live on the air to, like, him talking crazy like that, how he's talking. But I will say, the episode got pulled down off of their YouTube channel and pretty much everywhere online. Like, you can catch, like, little clips of somebody posting it, you know, and you might be able to catch it before it gets pulled down. But, yeah, I was able to catch it last night when it uh, aired. And, yeah, he went in on them niggas, man. I'm not going to lie. Now, when I was doing a little research, you know, previous episodes before this, just seeing where the blow-up may have happened, the episode, it's, it's, it's still up, called Shaking the Tree. I forget what number it is. They got, like, 400-and-something episodes. But it's called Shaking the Tree. And, I, yeah, I was listening to a part where Mal was just talking about, you know, respecting amongst friends, this, this, and that. And Joe Budden told this nigga he ain't got to respect his friends. I said, What? I started paying attention to me even more. Even in that episode, he was talking crazy. And Joe Button wanted that smoke with both of them on there because they're airing out what was going on as far as why that the, the two guys walked off and didn't come to the sh- do the show for a couple weeks because of whatever. You know, like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it would be more respectful. They could have sat down behind the scenes and figured that out. And if they was going to exit the show, exit. But at this point, I'm sure it ain't no coming back. I mean, for me, it wouldn't be no coming back. Because, now, Unless you just want to come back and get disrespected. You hate to see situations like that. Like, those guys have been on the podcast, I think, like, what, six years now or something like that? Five, six years? You know, and they grow something, build something, and then, you know, at some point, it just went to a different direction business-wise. And I'm sure that's where the, the biggest thing was. You know, and not trying to say it's anyone's fault per se, but when you're a part of something and you start seeing network shit happen and you start seeing, you know, money being put into the podcast, friendship or not, it was each individual's uh, own responsibility to have a conversation when things started happening. So it didn't get to this point because it seems like on both Rory and Miles' side that they didn't know nothing about the Spotify deal that was millions of dollars or whatever the case. Uh, they didn't know nothing about other deals that was going on with the, the money or whatever. And Joe basically told them that they were supposed to just play a position. I mean, man, you know, you hate to see actual friends go through stuff like that. But friendship is friendship and business is business. But I will say, that nigga Joe Button talked crazy to them boys on there, man. It, it's sad. That don't even... That was just so disrespectful on a man-to-man level. Like, I don't even see how I would be able... If I was Rory or Mal, I couldn't respect that guy after that. You feel me? I could not respect. He got to talking about y'all can get y'all lawyers and y'all won't win and this, that, and the third leg. Man, he was going crazy, you know? Um, And it's just, I wonder how long they had to sit on podcasts and actually do podcasts together with so much tension. You dig? Fast forward to today, um, you got... Rory and Mile releasing a video. I saw it on World Stars, like a clip. Of course, they baiting you to pay two dollars to watch the the actual podcast, whatever. But Mile was just saying about uh, how basically Joe Button was being self centered. It seemed like, and he was always talking about him. And Mile had to remind him, like, "Yo, we doing this together. It's not just you." You know, one of those type of things. Um, it's just sad. And also, they said when they would. Uh, reach out about accounting and finances because they have a contractual agreement about percentages, they can never get any information about 
the finances of the podcast, you know, which is, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a big issue. It's just sad. And it's very sad to see that really Joe Budden's ready to just like toss these niggas to the wolves and just like fuck these niggas when he feels like he's superior and he's up, which I mean, I, yeah, you popping, bro, but the code of ethics there was just horrible. But on the flip side, it's like, I'm not sure exactly how long they've known each other, but I know they were friends before they started the podcast uh, from what I picked up. But from Rory and Maul's standpoint, they had to see and know that Joe Button had some, you know, little foul character tendencies, you know, there, you know, it's like he doesn't really respect anybody, you know, like, ah, man, I wish um, I'm sure it's floating around on the Internet. Like I said, y'all just got to go look at how he was just talking crazy about these guys, man. And these are like your boys, and like y'all have shared so much time and built something together. It's just sad. And it's going to suck for Rory and Maul because even when they weren't on the show, when they went on strike for a few weeks, Joe just brought in new people. <laughs> he just had two other guys that he knew in there talking, you know, shit like he would with Rory and Maul. So it's like, from their standpoint, on their when they went on their little strike, it, it basically showed, like, the show's going to go on with or without them. And... I don't know what those guys did before the podcast, but, you know, hopefully they'll find their way. Like I said, go find the clips, man. And um, to sum up that situation, man, friendship is friendship and business is business. Always make sure your shit is tight. No matter it's a homeboy, whatever, relative. There are countless stories where you got relatives that were managers of artists or friends that were the manager and this, that, and the third. And then next thing you know, you find out that this person is stealing money from you or this. You know, just make sure your business is tight. I had to go to the mall to get some jewelry cleaned, and, um, well, it's like an out, outside mall or whatever, but uh, they got this store called Zoomies. I went in Zoomies. It's like a nice little spot. Uh, you know, that's a skateboard shop. I always like skateboard shit or whatever, and they had this fucking shirt with uh, Pinky from Friday, and he was getting out the car, you know, so some of like the coolest shit ever, in my opinion, because... One of my favorite movies, and Pinky was ignorant as hell in that movie, so I copped that joint, you know what I'm saying? I like shit like that, like cool shit. Like, hey, shout out to my, my homegirl, Ashley. Got me one of them, uh, it's like a, a framed picture. It's like a big-ass picture with, like, you got Easy e you got Snoop Dogg, you got Biggie, you got Ice Cube, you got Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Tupac, and uh, Biggie. Cube and Snoop, they smoking. But it's a big picture, man. And I'm I'm put that like when you come up the stairs, like in the crib, like it's it's gonna it looks really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, shout out to her. I like shit like that because I got icons in the house already. Like I got Dr. Dre on the wall. I got Nipsey Hussle on the wall. I got Biggie on the wall. I got Mac Miller on the wall. I got Michael Jackson on the wall. I got 50 Cent on the wall. I got Bob Marley on the wall. You got to create your vibes in your crib the way you want them to be. And speaking of vibes, everybody was vibing with the new J. Cole that came out and all that. It was cool. I mean, I think it was some mid, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he was spitting on a couple tracks, this and that, but it was just, it was some mid, in my opinion. But when did Cole go from, like, spitting all that conscious and whatever he was spitting to, like, now he want to spit about fucking hoes and, you know, this and that and on some, you know, macho shit? Don't get me wrong. It sounds great. I just want to know what a transition happened. But shout out to Cole for dropping something new. So, uh, Kendrick, can we get another project, my G? I'm sure he got some records over there. That's probably crazy. 
I'm ready for some new Kendrick Lamar. Shit, if we want to throw in prospects, man, I'm ready for some new Andre 3000, Most Def, or AKA Yasin Bay. You know, like, I'm ready for some, oh, Max Bigavell, like Max B, man. Hell, we could throw in Music Soul Child. Where he been at? Man, Music Soul Child has some hard ass records, hard ass albums, all that. He's definitely underappreciated. He has a body of work, bro. You know, but I'm just vibing, you know, thinking about vibes. One thing that's been killing me lately, I would say, would be the Kevin Samuels effect, I would call, as far as like on men and women's side. On women's side is, you know, they're trying to negate whatever he's saying. But in reality, he be having some fire ass points and he really do be bringing women down to reality. I will say that. I will see people online saying he's trying to slander black women and all this. It's like, no. Like, first of all, them women called into his show with these scenarios for him to talk crazy about to them. Okay? So, you cannot... Nah, hell nah. Uh, second of all, I will say that now you got other brothers that's online. They trying to talk like they Kevin Samuels. And it's like... I don't get it, man. Like, you, you know, find your own lane. That's great. Do what you got to do. But it's just like with this here internet and the culture, it's like you see, like, every time somebody starts to do something that goes into the forefront, then it's like you got hella people that are trying to follow under that and try to do the same exact thing and try to capitalize on that. It just, that's what the internet is about, you know? I got a letter the other day. On uh on the Gmail and a dude was talking about finding his way and this and that and how he wanted to do a business. But I told him, I said, man, you know, you got to understand we living in a time that everybody's doing something now. Everybody is something. Yeah, everybody got normal jobs, but everybody's something else on the side, you know, or the nice percentage. You know, only a small percentage of people are doing these things that, you know, everybody else is aspiring to do full time. And you got to understand, too, like the Internet is smoking mirrors like people portray situations. People show you what they want to show you. You dig you know, so you, you got to understand, like, this is for anybody that's thinking about doing a business or anything. That's great. Do what you want to do. But at the same time, you know, make sure it makes sense. Make sure it makes sense. All right. Everything costs money to promote or do things on, you know. Um, granted, social media is social media. If you gain a, a organic social media following, that's bravo to you. But we got to understand that we're in a situation where entertainment-wise, it's just like everything is going to cost, all right? So, like, for example, I had a, a letter one time from a guy talking about music stuff and mixtapes and this and that. And he was talking about, well, how do people get, you know, their mixtapes or their albums on the, the platforms at, under the new category? Because you got you to think, you know, there's tons of albums that drop every day. But there's only a select few that are going to be showcasing a new. How do you think they get there? Money. You know, that shit be like $20,000 for you to get your, your, your new album in the new album category or something like that. You know, you know there, there really isn't too much like organic things that are going on when it comes to entertainment. I'm going to be real. You got to run ads. You got to fucking uh, buy promotion. Like another one. 
you know, my homeboy got hit up by somebody the other day, and he was uh, saying, oh, yeah, well, uh, this guy uh, said he was going to get me featured in uh, Hip Hop This magazine and Vibe magazine and Source magazine and this and that and blah, 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 blah with an article, and it was something like, I think, five grand or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? If that's the way you want to go, but at the same time, it's like, well, who's actually picking up magazines anymore who's actually going online to look at the vibe or the source and that's no offense to them but you got world star you got youtube you got social media instagram facebook tiktok i don't think niggas is taking their time out of their day to go to the source or go to hip-hop whatever or or the vibe or this whatever magazine to see what they featuring no it's not like back in the day back in the day i remember getting the vibe the source all these different magazines and being excited well i wasn't getting them my brother was getting them and i was just excited to read them after him and see what was in there man it was just a lot of stuff because that was like the internet back then when it came to media but again let me go back to everything costs money you know and you got to understand certain things especially these different waves with people in this business situation everybody wants to have a clothing line nowadays everybody's doing lashes everybody's doing nails everybody is a a, oh financial advisor and cryptocurrency advisor so they want to charge you to you know this and that you know everything everybody is doing everything right now so you just got to make sure like i said make sure everything makes sense even when it comes to this merch situation I've had people asking me about merch, and I've had merch here and there, you know, small quantities because I'm a realist at the end of the day. I'm not going to spend, you know, thousands of dollars buying a bunch of merch and then that I can't sell and I'm looking stupid. But granted, every time I drop some merch, uh, it's been sold. Whether You know, the T-shirts and the masks, shout out to y'all. And even with, like, the hats, I just ordered some hats back in, uh, like, March, right? But... Uh, yeah, I haven't got them yet and, uh, paid for like a down payment on them and this and that. And I talked to the guy and he's about like, oh yeah, the distributor, this, this and that. So yeah, hats will be dropping soon. If I ever get them motherfuckers, (laughs) I still been watching a bunch of dark shit. Um, I watched the serpent and the son of Sam on Netflix. If you want to see some mind blowing, true crime killing rape and cult activity because the son of sam has some cult activity craziness going on man hey it was a very unique story and it was very bizarre but just unique man so if y'all want to check out some mind-blowing shit check out the serpent and uh the son of sam the other day we lost a great comedian by the name of paul mooney older cat he was like 79 when he died but he was a writer for like a living color uh, he was on the Dave Chappelle show. Um, he he wrote for Richard Pryor. Was on one of Richard Pryor's shows. Um, just all over the man. You can just Google him, man. He he was definitely an inspiration to all of the comedians. Eddie Murphy, Martin, all them cats, man. You know, straight legend out here in these streets. So we definitely got to pay homage and spark one for him. Hmm. Meanwhile, let me throw some of this Paul Mooney, man. Let me get y'all hip. Y'all ain't hip. And they don't want to give black people credit. They don't want to give us any credit. They just want to blame everything on niggas. Didn't some white man in Boston shoot his pregnant wife and then shot himself? Around? Oh, niggas did it. Always trying to blame some niggas. <laughs> and they believe the shit. 
to the brother couldn't take it or something, and he could, I jumped off a fucking bridge, right? Then they told. Then I bet, oh, I was trying to blame a goddamn nigga. That's why I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a, 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 a new ad. 900, blame a nigga. So when, no, so when white folks get in trouble, just call my agency. Blame a nigga. I just pushed my mother down the stairs. I don't want to go to jail. Send a nigga over here. But yeah, man, go ahead and check out Paul Mooney clips online, man. Straight legend out here. And that joint was probably from, I don't know what year that album came out. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, 2010, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, Paul Mooney was that dude, bro, low-key. I remember stories about him going to comedy spots, and, and he would get on stage and say, nigga, nigga, you nigga, 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 nigga. And he said some shit like, man, I say nigga so proudly, it make my teeth white. You know, shit like that. And you would see, he would be in, like, predominantly white crowds, and you would see people getting up and leaving out, like, white people leaving out because, you know, what he was talking about. Like, he was that type of comedian, very controversial. So rest in peace to Paul Mooney, man. Straight legend out here in these streets, bro. 100. Now, before I get out of here, this next subject, you know, I don't really want to. How do I put it? Because the last time I said something online about uh, women, you know, some regarding women. Well, this was during a Lori Harvey situation. I got like 200 people unfollowed me. Like it's women, of course, on, on, on uh, what was it on uh, Instagram and then on my post on Facebook. I had like hella comments of women out the woodwork just coming for me about this Lori Harvey situation. Because all I said was, you know, I woke up and she, you know, is everybody role model, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I think I talked about it before. So this next situation, it's a, it regards women. That is just something I don't understand. Okay. Well, it's two things, actually. Number one is when did all these women start becoming uh, witches and uh, I guess like tarot card people or something like that? Like, it's like, every time I turn around, I see a post about a chick, low-key, like, on Facebook or something, talking about she a witch, or whatever, or this, or you see people with these tarot cards, well, not people, women, you see women with these tarot cards, uh, trying to read people's futures, or whatever you do, like, when did, when did that take on flight? And what, you know, and what does that, that aspect really do? You know, like, what, you know, what is the, my main thing, what is the witch shit? You know, last time I checked, like in grade school, <laughs> when you hear about a witch, it's like that was some motherfucker you didn't even want to be around. So why are these women talking about they witches now? Let me look up the definition of a witch. Definite. A woman thought to have magical powers, especially evil ones, popular, uh, depicted as wearing a black cloak. Okay, yeah. So evil powers. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. But hey, to each his own. Y'all continue to be witches. I mean, I don't know. Whatever that's about. I remember a chick had commented on my picture once and um, she said something about me looking good or whatever. And then a friend of mine that knew her commented on it. Uh, I forget exactly what she said. And then the girl commented, yeah, because this witch pussy hit different. And I was just like, uh, okay. I think I ended up deleting that shit. Because I was like, man, I'm on Facebook. My mom was on this motherfucker. You got people from my grandma's church, you know, that's friends with me. On you, you on my picture talking about which pussy hit different. But, yeah, you know, that whole thing. It's like, I don't understand that. And number two is women that be online with, like, you know, a few kids or whatever online talking about they trying to find a husband and a stepdaddy for their kids. 
it's like, yeah, that's that's not an attractive way to, you know, put it out there that you're looking for somebody. Don't know who want to come across a post to say, yeah, I'm looking for a, a stepdaddy for my four kids and I need a husband. Realistically, that just sounds like a woman that needs some help. <laughs> you know, that just sounds like, a.k.a. I need help. I need somebody to help me. But in the end, the women go win. Okay, I will I will admit that. The women is going to win. But we gonna ride out like this. This joint is by Bluey Mills. It's called Pressure. Alright? Flop Perspective Podcast. But I ain't one thing, it's another. I ain't one thing, it's another. Friends talk about you behind your back. Talk about you behind your back. The nigga fucking your friends. Money call again low. And all I know is applying pressure. Apply the pressure if your money getting low Apply the pressure if your nigga acting like a hoe Smash, no brakes, all gas, no crash He all up in my lane trying to catch me going fast He all up on my ass, I think he trying to pass me Deuce got me acting like a motherfucking assy Been not letting them money niggas get past me Smash, no brakes, all gas, no crash Applying pressure, they say little mama so special yeah. Them haters tripping on her cause they know the Lord they blessed her Talented as fuck, yeah, yeah. I get it from my mama I got problems of my own, I don't need nobody's drama nah. I stay away from bitches yeah. cause she tends to get messy See a nigga by appointment only can't let niggas stress me He trying to apply pressure, but my pride just won't let him I'm acting like a bitch and I'm hoping that he let up But keep it up, little daddy, you gon' fuck around, get wet up yeah. Back and break me down like a switcher, please don't let up uh. I love it when he call me blue, babe, on the D-Lo My undercover love so we keep it on the D-Low Major gas for the pressure Ain't smoking in the swisher though Get the back, we'll fill it up with good Make sure that bitch smoke Pass the wood full of good Sit back and watch them bitches choke When you're fucking with the kid All you get is major smoke Smoke, murder all the nigga roll Deep up in his pockets for nine Keep the squall Took him for what he worth And gave that shit to my fam Disposed a nigga passing down Now he for grabs I treat him like a bitch Cause he keep talking like it Milk your whole circle Boy, you know that I can pop my shit I treat him like a bitch Cause he keep Talking like it, milk your whole circle, boy. You know that I can pop my shit. Yeah, he know that I can pop my shit. I'm good on all that loving, nigga. You can keep your dick. I only want a chicken, bitch. I'm gunning for respect. I send my goons, I took a lick from all you bitches. This and dick. I ain't fucking with no exes. I'm coming through just straight flexing. Make a bitch eat them words. I swear I can't get messy. Mode always on cooling. I'm wishing a bitch would test me. I'm acting a damn fool if a hoe to test me. Yeah, bluey meals, bold and bluey. I am the brand. I am not a rapper. I am not a I am not a singer. I am not a I am an artist. I am an artist. I create shit. I create shit. Get with it or get back the fuck up on. Apply the pressure if your money getting low. Apply the pressure if your nigga acting like a hoe. Smash, no brakes, all gas, no crash. He all up in my lane trying to catch me going fast. He all up on my ass, I think he trying to pass me. You say got me acting like a motherfucking assy. Been not letting them money niggas get past me. Smash, no brakes, all gas, no crashing.